Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Unqualified Observers podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Kellen Metcalf. And I am the other host. My name is Thomas Stimson. And today we are going to be concluding our journey through Fear Street, uh, Netflix's new trilogy of horror content, uh, with uh, Fear Street 1916. <laughs> We are going to be concluding our our trip through Netflix's trilogy of horror content with Fear Street 1666. So let's get in on it. You get it? Like the devil. It's like the nasty number with the horn man. You get it. You know. The number of the beast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, So yeah, like you said, so basically it starts out and we like get the little recap again and bam. Dina's in Seraphir. And yeah. For me, what I really enjoyed about it is it seemed more like she was just in her Seraphir's body, living her life, doing, you know. Yeah. My my whole thing about like there being like a, a, a kind of like time travel paradox thing going on, that was a bunch of horseshit. I do have to say, man, I did was not that big of a fan of the first two movies in this. I actually enjoyed this one i it took it took me some while a while to kind of like warm up to it um the accents at first were like a major hurdle like everyone talks in these kind of you know uh daniel day lewis the crucible-esque uh <laughs> kind of let's be, let's let's all be fair it's more what known the writer's accent than daniel day lewis okay yeah 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 Dan, let, let's not say anything bad about the lewis um but uh yeah it's uh I agree with you though. Good, I, though. At one point, at one point uh, in the movie, I stopped and was just, "This is some really good acting." You guys really waited till the last movie to show that you. It was so, it it like it, it's there. It, it made me care about things. Like, well, I mean, we'll, we're gonna get into it more in detail, but like, I this felt like a film. Like, it didn't feel like just like it wasn't like oh, you know, I'm gonna watch all these teenagers get fucked up. Yeah, like it, it felt less of that and more of like I'm watching a film and there's a purpose behind it. Yeah, it's um, like a real movie. Which like is action, kind of, yeah. it's like a pretty low bar, but I'm still happy about it. I'm <laughs> still happy that we met it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, so basically uh, what I love too is like we said in the previous episode, they recast all the old townspeople as their like actors from the previous two movies. Mm-hmm. That allowed us to all already know exactly who or what people are in terms of relation and yada yada. What I truly enjoyed is that Josh is also there and he's black and that's Sarah Fear's brother. But, you know, Sarah's dad and Sarah are supposed to be white. And I was like, cool, we're not even addressing it. We're just, they're all yeah. white people. To- there's, there's, no, <laughs> there's no need. There's no need. Um, yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, I liked uh I like the uh, kind of having everyone in. Uh, it felt almost like kind of, I don't know why, but there was a part of my brain that was just like saying wishbone special in the back of my mind. Like <laughs> while I was watching, like it felt like one of those. It's like, oh, it's not Peter Pan, it's wishbone. Like, oh, that's not Sarah Fury, that's Dina. Um, but uh, that's so, yeah, yeah, it's for um, anybody that wasn't a 90s kid, uh, Wishbone was this really awesome PBS TV show back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Where, uh, 
what kind of dog? Jack Terrier? Jack, Jack Russell, Russell Terrier. Terrier, yeah. Was like Sherlock Holmes and King Arthur and all these. It was great. It was yeah. great. It was a good time. Uh, don't rewatch it now. Just take my word for yeah, it. Yeah, there's there's no need. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I thought uh, I thought that was well done. I liked. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's odd. Like, I, I liked just kind of the over. Going back to what I said about like it felt like a film. Like it just just felt like a, a very purposeful like kind of chapter i liked that it wasn't necessarily we left behind some of those um kind of campy tropes of like oh i'm seeing this that means this is gonna happen i mean obviously you're gonna have that with any film uh to an extent but it felt more nuanced yeah it was yeah and i i really enjoyed it i thought you like what you said the nuance is really there and didn't feel like a horror movie like all those cliches like you said yeah just went away i enjoyed that i thought that was really well done and that how it starts out essentially is seraphir dina is like over some water like cleaning herself i guess and josh tells her to come over because their mama pig is having a litter and she's got like one final piglet that's like stuck and so she needs to be able to get the baby out and seraphir is like oh no dude you don't even know it yet, but I am the world's first plastic surgeon. Let me just go ahead and take this super sharp knife, and I'm going to help this this hog just open up. I was like, did you just stick a knife into that hog's... Yeah, baby. Like, Yeah, okay, baby. Cool. It's surgery, just like, yeah, baby. Just cut it open. It's like, hey, I should, you need to be a little bit wider. I got you. And, like, and by the way, the hog doesn't scream, doesn't react to nothing. It's just like, oh, sweet. That was, that was exactly what I needed. What? Like, okay. I don't know, man. But yeah, so we see all these little piglets running around, enjoying their day, and I'm just gonna use their old names. So even though it's Seraphie or Dina, yeah, that's, that's is fine. Uh, Dina's like, okay, I'm gonna take one of these little piglets and I'm gonna go give it to Solomon Good, and her dad is just like, yeah, that's a great idea. Maybe you should also marry him while you're at it. Which is cool, 1600s guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, thing, things things are different. Things are different. Um, yeah, yeah, that whole man, the whole. Um... We'll, we'll 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 get to that. I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but yeah. So she she goes off through the town, and you start seeing these these faces of these different uh, these the different townsfolk. people that we've seen around for a while. Yeah, yeah. We 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 see and you see, see that everyone. you see that Dina's friends are Kate and Simon. Yeah, and Cindy. Who we, yeah. Know, she, which I was like, awesome, good for you, Cindy. And you see uh, Ziggy in there for a second as well. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Ziggy Just, is Cindy's little sister in this as well. And I really, yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was cool. You can tell too that they're they're also like you can tell the town still has their own cliques and groups because everybody's still you know off doing their own thing. Sam's mom is still a bigot and weird. And what I really liked is it seemed like they were in like some Illuminati cult. They kept talking about like blah 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 at the full moon tonight and it's like yeah you going oh yeah yeah this kind of like the freemasons kind of thing or they're like mm, uh, yeah i i don't remember what the what the term it terminology was, is but yeah it like was oh literally the crucible like you said it was just yeah so, i mean there's this is throwing out mad crucible vibes um but yeah they they walk up and it's like you know essentially like oh you know uh full moon tonight or something of such similarity and it's like oh you know the fruit of the land will something you, you'd think i'd know this by now but it's fine i don't um, they only repeat it 
a bunch of times. Yeah, we... it's uh, but it's it's kind of like it's this like code um, between all of the youths, and you get the sense like, okay, you know, they're gonna go into the woods, and there's gonna be some sort of revelry. Um, so you go through, you see, like Thomas said, you meet Simon, you meet Kate, you meet meet all them, and then you uh, at a certain point you meet Tommy. Uh, Mad Thomas, as he is known in this, comes bursting out of a, an outhouse, you know, wildly drunk, hair in his face. Real departure. I did yeah. think it was interesting. Like, there's, there's, there's two characters here that that really, you know, you you get this kind of spin on their character. One of which you find is not really a spin, um, but but this like me very much through me because, like I said in uh, in 1978 that Tommy was like my favorite character. That was like very sweet, like wholesome, like good guy. Yeah. You felt possessed. Yeah. You felt legitimately bad for him, but he, man, he super sucks in this one. Like he's like crazy and he's like being like salacious and all these things. Like it's not, it's not good. So they have their encounter and, um, then oh she you also stumble across the the character that is, uh, being played by Sam, who is named in this as he stalls for it's Heather? Uh, I believe it's Heather. It's Heather. We're gonna say it's Heather, Heather Miller. Heather Miller, Miller. I believe. Yes. I know her dad's Cyrus Miller, so that's why I'm like, okay, cool. So that makes her last name Miller. And yeah. I believe it's Heather. Yeah. But yeah, she's she's the, the preacher's daughter, and she's like the only one that's in white and seems very pure. And oh yeah, I'm going tonight. Are you gonna go? I'll only go if you go. And Sarah fears, like, heck yeah, girl, I'll be there tonight. Come on. Yeah. You crazy? So she moves on. She goes to the, like, really shady part of town. And wouldn't you know it, lo and behold, like, if you actually pay attention to things, if you notice things, the house that Sarah goes to visit for Solomon Good, it's a house that we've seen before. It was just, like, Mm -hmm. super late at night and uh, Mm -hmm. really hard to make out. But we'll get into that later. So she just knocks on the door and, you know, Solomon opens the door and he's... You, oh, by the way, you see that his wife and his child have both maybe recently died because there's, like, ter- new graves that have been dug up. Yeah. And she gives him one of the pigs, and, you know, they're kind of talking back and forth, and he's, you know, oh, well, thanks for helping me out. You know, you always do too much. And she jokes that, oh, we're going to get married. And he's like, oh, you know, that's weird. But he's like, well, I do, like, care for you and everything, so whatever. I, uh, I do want to just want to interject. It's Hannah Miller. It's oh. Hannah Miller. Oh, yeah. so close. It's got an H. Anyways, continue. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, you can tell that they have, like, a, a connection. They both trust each, in each other and are in very confident uh, confidants in each other. I have no clue what Solomon Good does for a living, though. Just He's, just he's like a there. farmer. That's, like, the whole thing is, like, it's that he – so he moved out there to kind of, like, do his own thing and, you know, farm and these things. And, and that's, like – ostensibly what he's doing out there he says that his brother keeps trying to come back says that let him know that you know farming's crazy like you know just just come back to town and, and do something there um but but you i mean you get this sense that like like solomon strikes i mean in solomon like like thomas said solomon is you know nick good like he's the character that of, of of nick good essentially um yeah who is yeah i mean this is solomon this is nick good's like one of his his like farthest ancestors uh 300 years back um but uh it's 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 like he's a very like nice like a friendly character like you know it's 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 very clear that uh that sarah feels safe 
around him and it's that they have a good relationship like thomas said yeah it's a you know they, they have a good they have a good moment yeah and then what we happens is we leave the and if i'm forgetting anything please feel free to cut in but essentially yeah. sarah leaves solomon's place and goes to meet up with kate and hannah mm-hmm. and simon and, and them yeah uh well no actually because the, the three oh, of that's the, right. the girls are basically going through the forest to look for like the nobody calls her a witch she's just a widow so they banished her to the woods and made her yes yes so it's like they they say that the widow you know that she did dark magic and all these things and then someone they say oh some people say that you know she she fell in love with a native and and you know then was was cast out for that but essentially it's somebody who's been ostracized from the community that lives off on their own Um, and yeah just because you know kate is who kate is she's like guys look this one time i came out here and she hooked me up with some dope drugs so if we take these berries we're gonna trip balls and it'll be the greatest night ever so the girls are going out there trying to find the widow so they can get these berries you know just so they can take them and the poison will affect their body in weird ways so they can enjoy drugs with yeah but the, when they get to the i don't know hut whatever yeah. you'd call it hovel she the widow is not there so mm-hmm. they're all just digging through stuff and looking around as one does you know because that's clearly they're like let's just look for the drugs so that way we don't have to like pay her for anything right and sarah fear comes across like a the devil's book of i don't know like it's a book that we've seen we've like seen in in scenes where uh, you're like seeing sarah fear in the past like when blood's on on the bones and things like that like you've seen flashes of this book before and it's i think it's also implied that like pieces from um nurse lane's uh, diary kind of like ha- have some some correlations to this something that i found really interesting about this so this book is there's a language that it's written in and the language is uh voynichese which is not a real language uh the the language voynichese comes from a, a book called the voynich manuscript that is kind of this mysterious uh illustrated like handwritten codex uh with this unknown writing system there's a lot of kind of surrealist pictures of plants and animals. And it's kind of at this point been mostly believed to be like, okay, this is like a, a kind of like a biological or botanical manual, but that it's just written in this unknown language. Uh, no one's been able to crack it. It's all these things, but that is what this language is. So it, it seemed cool that they, they decided to do that. That is actually really cool. I, but I didn't know that. Yeah. All I know is that right when Sarah's like, looking at it and she you know everybody i don't know if you've seen this movie called cabin in the woods it's really great if you have seen it if you have not seen it it's really great watch it but the point being in that movie they're like they find this you know diary thing and they're all like oh we should read this out loud and then the one sane person is like yo don't read that out loud and yeah. they, just read, they read it out loud anyway and that's essentially what happens to sarah fear she's like sees yeah. this stuff and she's like oh like beelzebub morning star lucifer satan you know all these things and then like right when she's done the witch i believe it's played by nurse lane but the witch comes yeah. in and it's like no now that you've done this you're forever tied to satan evil will always come towards you and always want to be there but you have to like fight to keep it out forever it's like bitch all my life like come on and then you're like yeah you're like well that's cool why would you just leave this thing around your house then because you knew i was gonna come in and snoop but either way uh then we cut from that to like the girls just like yeah we got the drugs let's go let's take these so that's when they meet up with Simon and Cindy 
and they're all like, yeah, let's all take these berries and we're yeah. all going to like get super high and have the best time of our lives tripping mad drugs at like this campfire orgy. And so that's what happens. It's essentially yeah, they like, just, yeah, they like, you know, they're, they're, they're doling out berries or taking the berries and it's like, we've all, you know, we've all been to one of these. It's, it's out in the woods, you know, you and your friends are indulging in dangerous berries the tripping balls. The main difference between this and the crucible is in the crucible they're all butt naked, but in this they're like all fully clothed, just tripping, having a good time, enjoying yeah. the day. Yeah. And you know, Peter, they're, basically they're all at this like wild campfire party. You know, they have a massive fire. So I'm like, how do none of the adults see this? But we're gonna skip that part. Yeah. They're in the woods. They have this big fire. They're all dancing, having a good time, like flirting, making out. You know, socializing, trying to get married and have a family, and you know, uh, Heather, no, Hannah, Hannah is what you said. Hannah. Hannah, Hannah grabs Sarah and they kind of go off and they're all talking. Well, well, so before, wait, does, does that, does this happen before or after Caleb? Cause this, I think we missed Caleb. Right before. No, no, okay. right before. So, uh, they're all hanging out and, uh, yeah, all five of the, the group, you know, Simon, Cindy, all them, they're dancing, they're having a good time. And that's when like, uh, Sarah and, Hannah, well, I'm gonna mess this up the whole episode. Uh, Sarah, and, <laughs> Sarah, and Hannah are like, "Oh, let's go dance over here," and that's when this douchebag Caleb shows up, who's essentially Peter, Sam's boyfriend from the hospital. Yeah, and, and he's not, he, but he is. But he, yeah, but he is, and he yeah. he basically you know cuts in on their dance and it's kind of like, "Hey, what's going on? Let's uh, with Sam, by the way, not with Sarah. I'm yeah. sorry, with Hannah, not with Sarah or Dina," and so. Uh, this is gonna be so fun. To keep, keep, keep <laughs> this is this is why you had to have watched the movie because they didn't understand what I'm doing when I'm talking. Yeah, about this. yeah. So he cuts in, they start dancing, you know, and he's being very aggressive, super rapey, very yeah. Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, it's not appropriate. Pull, and, try to pull her away, and Sarah's like, you know, hey, like, fuck off, like, absolutely not. Like, he, the man is like fully torqued, and she she draws attention to it and embarrasses yeah. him in front of everyone, and then they, yeah. Then the girls, you know, kind of sneak off uh, to have some alone time, last together. And that's when they're like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, in the past or in the future, 300 years from now, we're going to be lesbians together. Do you want to be lesbians together right now? And she's like, heck yeah. But I'm like, that's not how that happens. But yes, yeah. it is. But yes, <laughs> basically, I'm I'm very much glossing well, over what well, is a very right. beautiful and tender. Well, I mean, I'm saying they don't acknowledge that there's like that that there is like this weird kind of temporal like shift happening. They're they're just oh, like yeah. They're, yeah. they're having like a like a you know they're, they're having just, an intimate moment re- yeah. without science fiction present. Yeah, yeah. They they I have knowledge of the future, so right. I'm saying right. that. Yeah, no, they they clearly are just like, and and even it's funny because Hannah says to Sarah like, "Oh, we, are, should we stop? What's going on? Like, this is wrong," and she's like. It doesn't feel wrong. She's like, hell yeah, it doesn't feel wrong. Oh, and by the way, I want to point out, Hannah is definitely the one that instigates all of this. It is not Sarah Fear. She just returns the, like, yeah. the affection. And yeah. So just for whatever it's worth. Yeah. Then while they're doing that and they're making out and, you know, being intimate, they hear like something behind them and they see like a shadowy figure like dip out of the woods. And this is when Hannah's like, hey, somebody, somebody saw us. Like, that's, that's not cool. And she's like, Dude, don't worry about it. Nobody saw us. She's like, no, they're gonna hang hang people who are gay. You can't do that. No. Like, which is like, yeah, they definitely did back then. That's sad. Yeah. And so they go back to meet up with everybody. 
cut to the next day. Sarah has slept in quite a bit. And Josh comes to wake her up and is like, yo, Dina, you slept in so long. I've done all the morning work. Wake up. So she gets up. And when she goes downstairs, like all the food she's making, rotted. Like the yeah. second that she makes it, it's rotten. The flower she holds is turns rotten. Um, everything's bad. She goes outside and John's telling her like, oh, hey, you, you, you need to come to the pig pen right now. And she goes over there and the mama pig has cannibalized all of her baby pigs. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Like, and just, yeah, it's like, cool. So then Dina, like a badass, is like, give me that axe right there. And it's like, dude, it's literally the axe that Tommy gets in. Oh, yeah, it is. That wing. Yeah. But because uh, obviously it's, it would just be a, presumably the same style that yeah. actually have rusted long ago. But right, 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 right. She kills the pig. It's like, that's brutal. That's really sad and unfortunate. Yeah. And then. Uh, then I think this is when she um, she has a is this when she has a run in with her father or is that I, afterwards? I think that's after or I can't recall. We'll pretend it's now. Let's go ahead. And talk well, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll pretend it's now. Yeah, she she goes into the she's she's in her house and she's talking to her father and it's very clear that there's kind of like like the energy is off and he's like, oh, you know, like oh, you know, I'm I'm sorry that your your mother died and that you know that I haven't been as good of a father as I should have been and 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 essentially like boiling down to that like he knows what's happened like that that apparently Tommy. Uh, Thomas has people, has, yeah. has told people that he saw them in together in town, and that you know that she that this is, is terrible and, and all these things like a, a real real heel turn for pops. Um, oh yeah, yeah, that is true. I forgot to mention that that night after they, somebody in the woods sees them, they go back to like their houses and they kiss again, and we do like actually see Tommy see them kissing each other. So he yeah. isn't like making this up. He definitely did yeah. see them, and. At this point, is it that that everybody in town starts screaming and Dina and Josh go running? Or this is when so she she decides so after this meeting with her dad, she goes into town and she's walking in. And she sees um, Simon, whose uh, past name I don't remember at this moment. Um, she sees uh, she sees Simon Isaac. Uh, she sees Isaac taking a bite of the apple, like smiles at her, takes a bite of an apple that he has, and like immediately spits it out because it's black and rotten. It's terrible. And like you see see more of these moments, just essentially like things are going bad in, in town. Like there's a there's a cart that's tipped. People are having a bad time. There is. And, and then in the town square, uh, Mad Thomas is there raving about, about sin and all these things. So also the the well like there's something wrong with the well like the bucket won't come up and they're trying to they're trying to wheel up the bucket and, and thomas is there yelling about how sin has done this that you know so we've invited the devil into our town all these things and they eventually uh um, oh wait that's oh, when uh yeah when, uh, hannah comes up to sarah and it's like hey i need you to come my, something's wrong with my dad well, so well go- right before this is is okay. they um so the night before there there'd also been a moment where like the you know she's scared in the house and then it's her dog comes in and she's like oh great it's my do-, you know I, she's happy to see her dog and then she can't find the dog the next morning after when she wakes up before she talks to her dad and so at this point the bucket comes up I, like these guys finally free the bucket and it's her dog 
in the like dead in the bucket and the town's in freaking the out yeah the like water's contaminated yeah down. yeah and they're like oh god you know it's all these things but yes then then uh hannah sees uh sees sarah and is like hey you have to you have to come like my dad's all fucked up and basically they're yeah they get to the house and hannah's dad is chanting or mumbling to himself about stuff in like a trance like kind of scripture e type things but he yeah and hannah and uh sarah have a little conversation basically where they're like looking through the bible like let's see what happens and you know oh did we do this no we didn't do this it's not on us you know blah 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 but maybe it is on us who knows yada yada then uh is this when sarah goes to solomon or is this when yeah um hannah hannah tells her that she can't that she's not supposed to see hannah tells sarah that she's not supposed to see her anymore that you know people have been talking people have heard that her mom knows and she's like furious um she her mom had suspected them for a while and then her of course lo and behold her mom busts in and you know like reads uh Sarah the riot act and throws her out of the house and screams, you know, like the devil or God knows what you are, girl, like all this stuff. Um, and then she makes her way to uh to Solomon's house, yes. Yes. And then at Solomon's house is where, you know, she talks to Solomon about, hey, you know, hypothetically speaking, what what if this happens, you know, what does that mean? She essentially you know. is saying that like she she like is like, what if like I so so like she tells him what happened. Like she tells him about her 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 and Hannah, and is like, did maybe we did this? Like maybe we we did what's happening here. Like maybe, maybe we caused all this darkness, all this evil that's happening. Um, and then Solomon essentially is like, look, like you don't like that's not how this works. You don't just accidentally summon the devil to your town. You have to you know you have to make an you have to extend a hand you have to to invite the devil in and that she didn't do that so this couldn't be her yeah um, oh and and it's important that she does confess to Solomon that it was not a dalliance but an yeah. actual like like true feelings that Hannah yeah. and Sarah have which to his credit he's like okay fine like it like like what like I mean all in all like it, like it, it's at this point where you're like oh shit this Solomon's like a super solid guy like he seems like very cool and like very chill and down to earth um and uh and so yeah, this was, you know this was the exact scene actually where I was like man, you were a good actor and you were in these other two movies sucking it up. Like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, he's like, this guy's very good. Like, maybe maybe I'm an idiot and he's not, but like, I feel no, like... I, I feel like he might really just be a good actor because he played yeah. like the dumb, stupid cop like, yeah. perfect. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, yeah, this guy was just... Yeah, like, yeah. I, I see why he got yeah. cat. And now in the third movie, you're like, dang, you have levels. Yeah. This is surprising. Yeah, Ashley Zuckerman, good job. Yeah. yeah. And so... Essentially, though, you know, with that renewed confidence of what Solomon said, that this is when Sarah goes back into town and she comes across Hannah and, you know, Hannah's like, hey, the, you know, we did this, yada, yada. And she's like, no, we definitely didn't do it. I actually talked to Solomon and he said that, uh, you know, we didn't make a conscious choice, so it couldn't be us. We have nothing to worry about. Everything's fine. This is just like weird occurrence. And at that point, that's when the townsfolk start screaming and yeah, Hannah and Sarah, you know, look are like, what's going on? And Simon tells them that the pastor Miller, Hannah's dad, has locked like a dozen of the children from the town inside the meeting hall. And 
they can't get in. They're like, yeah, what's going in- on? including Sarah's brother, uh, Josh, yeah. Josh, as we know him, Josh slash Henry. Yeah. And Josh is in there. Uh, Ziggy's in there. Yeah. A lot of people are in there. So, you know, you know, we, we all know how Kellen's about to feel in a couple of seconds. So everybody's there. I mean, yeah. Solomon shows up. Uh, everybody's freaking out. So then they're all trying to get in the front of the church. So Solomon goes around to the side and like, you know, with the help of Caleb and another person, they're able to break the door down. And when they walk in, uh, Hannah's father's up at the pulpit talking, but he's banging like, I don't know, some thing on like the wood. Yeah, and, you don't uh, see it yet. And they, and Solomon's like, hey, keep everybody out. I need to go in here alone. And he walks in there and like he's walking and he gets to the middle of the room and on the floor he looks down and there's like a gigantic pile of eyeballs. Yeah, because you've seen like the like it, the kids are like sitting in the pews. I mean, it's very apparent. Like this scene opens, and like you're immediately like those kids are all dead. They for yeah. sure are are composing themselves with all of the posture of a dead person. Um, and and yeah, like sire, and he, so you see this this flat this Solomon gets down. He looks, and it's this big pile of eyeballs, and it flashes up to the pulpit. And uh, Cyrus Miller has like a hook in his hand. That he that he and he's talking about you know all this stuff and then then uh, right around this time the door like gets busted open and the, the town finally rush in and Cyrus is there saying he's like I can finally see and he like looks up and uh, his eyes are gone like he's taken his eyes out yeah he's um, gouged his eyes out and he gouged all the children's eyes out but for yeah. some reason he's alive and all the children are dead still yeah and yeah but yeah like so Josh is dead Ziggy's dead these two little young uh, black women are dead. Uh, these girls are probably like six. I mean, it's like, dude, all yeah. the kids that you uh, didn't get, watched, get killed in uh, Camp Nightwing, you see get killed in the. Well, you see, see you see but dead. You see, you you see, see dead. dead. Yeah. You see them dead. Yeah. And on a total side note, since we're talking about dead children anyway, I think that Kate's aunt was the young Asian girl that got killed in Camp no- Nightwing or whatever that was in jail with the other kids. Remember? The one, not the, uh, not the one where Jeremy got killed. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. I think that was her. Anyway, maybe. I was, maybe. I'm already building, you know, plot lines in my head. Yeah. Anyway, sure. so yeah, so it's brutal. And then at this point, Dina's run over and like has grabbing Josh and you know screaming about it. So Cyrus Miller looks down and is like, "Ooh, I'm gonna go kill this one. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna this more people." And that's when Solomon, you know, stands up and pulls a trident out of his butt. And a like rake. Yeah, he, he is a rake. But but yeah, he I know. He, he stabs just, Cyrus like fully through like the entire like his his whole side of his rib cage um, and, and kills him. Yeah, and it's brutal and awesome. And then everybody's weird, or like what's going on? Because he was you know going after Sarah Fear. So huh, that's more signs of yada yada. And essentially, at this point, the whole town's going crazy. They're yeah, they have like, like daily, a daily meetings to like ha- go over what's happening and like the updates on stuff and how the town's further and further descending into madness. And essentially uh, Solomon's brother, uh, Kurt, you know, Nick's brother, basically yeah. an actor is like running the town meeting. Yeah. It's, it's interesting with this meeting. So it's like, 
you i mean it, it's very much like what we've seen in in all kind of like witch trials e like adjacent media where it's you know it's a guy some dirty man at the front of this church saying that like oh there's evil we've got to root evil out you know that this is this is why why it's happened here is the devil has been welcomed into our town all this stuff and i mean and then solon stands up and he's like hey like yes this happened this is terrible this is fucked up and the man who did it is dead um, and like in my mind, it's like, yeah, like I was like, yeah, yeah, like this, this man is smart. And it was interesting, this like kind of like, like, I mean, this might be nothing to uh, anyone else watching it, but this like complete like 180 of how things currently are in Shady Slides slash Sunnyvale is that it's like, there it's like you know the whole town's like this is evil there's evil there's a curse you know we're we're cursed there's there's, there's demon there's witchcraft um and there's one guy like hey no chill the fuck out as opposed yeah. to everyone being like hey no chill the fuck out and there's someone being like there's a witch there's demons there's monsters yeah um, exactly but i uh, did like yeah. though too so but like you say he's the only one he's not even necessarily disputing that he's just like look prove it like they're like essentially yeah you, these things keep like escalating further and further to the point where at one of these meetings, uh, one of the townsfolk is essentially screaming and saying that, you know, I know what they were doing. Uh, I have names. Oh, I'm sorry. I should also, before that happens, Simon goes up on the stand. Like everybody gets a chance to talk and he's like, yeah. look, we were in the woods. We were dancing. We were having fun. We were drinking. We're young. That's what we do. Nobody was worshiping the devil. Nobody was doing any of that stuff. And they're all like, boo, I'll murder you now for even saying that. You And it's like, so you can already tell what, like, way the town is truly leaning. Yeah. And at that point, you know, a, a man comes up forward and says, I have a list of names of who, what's going on and who's doing what. And Solomon stands up and says, where's the proof? Like, this is yeah. ridiculous. This is getting beyond the point of, like, you know, this is all pure speculation. It's becoming a witch you know, hunt, a literal witch hunt. Yeah. And you, yeah, you have no proof. Do you have proof? Do, does anybody have proof? Uh, if anybody has proof, I'll listen. Does anybody have proof? And at that point, Caleb stands up and you're like, this cocksucker. Yeah. Like, just uh, this fucking Mitch McConnell right here. This mm -hmm. hate him so much. He's like, I have proof. So he then he gets up on the sand and he states that he saw, you know, four nights ago. I saw two people or one person having sex with the devil, riding a red mule and worshiping Satan. And they both, and it was like, oh, both. They both brought the devil into our town and yada, yada, yada. And they're like, who was it? And he says, Hannah Miller and Sarah Fear. Yeah. And that's when, you know, of course, that's when Solomon's kind of like, well, all right. And, yeah. And, and Hannah and Sarah are like, watching all this happen through the window and then caleb like turns over and he sees them and he's like they're outside get them and yeah. so they start chasing yeah. after both of them uh they both are running and hannah trips and falls like a clumsy cad and she's like run sarah leave me you know and sarah like the smart person's like sweet and just turns around and books it and uh the whole like you know the town catches up to Sarah, and it, literally the first thing Caleb gets to Sarah first. I'm sorry, that's a, that's a misspeak. Caleb gets to Hannah first, and it's like immediately starts the rape her. You're like, what are you? What? Yeah, they're so like look quote looking for the the witch's mark, but it, he's like, essentially just yeah yeah just raping her yeah. And but oh yeah, and that is true. Yeah, they all were like the witch's mark will be upon you. So all the parents are like looking at their kids. See like Kate's mom like making sure she's not marked and all this stuff. Yeah, and. Uh, 
like I said, yeah. So they, they basically run, they, talk, they chain up Hannah and, you know, put her in, I don't know, the meeting house. I don't know where they store her, but in a, in a place. Yeah, it, it's essentially the same, like the, the town hall kind of thing where yeah. they've been having all of these various meetings about what they need to do. And they're like, okay, now everybody go search and get Seraphir. Find her. We got one of the witches. Find the other one. So they're all like basically breaking into everybody's house. And like, y'all are all outside, like with each other. Of, co- of course, there are doors that are locked. Why, why are you dropping them open? Just be like, yo, yeah. Solomon, come unlock this door over here. Yo. Yeah, that just know. seems like needlessly destructive. Like, hey, but, man, I'm going to have to fix that door now. Like, you could have just waited. I was in the bathroom. Like, you could have yeah. waited a second. It's just minor, minor yeah. quibbles. But either way, yeah, they're looking everywhere. They can't find Seraphir. And then, like, the idiot that she is, Seraphir's like, here she comes sneaking back out from the woods into town. And you're like, why? That's just, they're, they're going to see you. But she goes, she looks for, first she goes to her house to get some stuff. And then people are there. She finds her dad. And, you know, he's like just drunk out of his mind now because he can't deal with the thought of, I'm like, that was awfully quick, in my opinion, to get like shit faced drunk. Finding out that your daughter is the witch, like in the town hall meeting to like 20 minutes later being hammered drunk. Like, Hey, they didn't have regulations about stuff. That could be anything <laughs> like that honestly, could be like essentially like like just pure ethanol. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm just like, dude, yeah, but regardless. But just, like, okay, and to be and fair, then, this man did start drinking like he was drinking that morning when he talked to Sarah, like he was like finishing a bottle like at that moment so he we all know that dina's dad is an alcoholic so this makes sense yeah and so what happens is she is talking talks her dad and that's when solomon and caleb show up and solomon is like you know kind of casually being like hey what's going on over here so that way sarah can get up and run Mm -hmm. and he finds the dad and he's like all right you need to watch the dad make sure he's okay and then they keep going to look at this point sarah has like circled around the town and she comes upon the place where Hannah's being kept. And she like, it's like Metal Gear Solid, just throws a coin to like the other side of the room. And this guy's yeah. like, what was that? And he walks <gasps> over there. <gasps> and then <laughs> she's like, I'm still walking this door right here. <laughs> yeah. Must have been the wind. And She's so then she's talking to Hannah and she's telling Hannah's like, We did this, we're the witches, get out of here, go save yourself. You know, I love you, I can't lose you. Yeah, and essentially, she says, like, you know, like, hey, so like, she she kind of is like, like, gonna like own it. She's like, you know what, like, it doesn't matter if uh, if they know that it, it doesn't matter if we did it or not, they think that we do, so we did it. So, like, Sarah's like, you know what, fine, fuck it, like. I'm if this is how it's going to be, this is how it's going to be. And she like decides that she's going to try and go get the widow's book and like make a deal with the devil to fix all of this, um, which, you know, is about a good idea of it sounds. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, she's yeah. Like, yeah, if you want a witch, I'm going to be the most badass witch you ever saw in your life. You're yeah. Like, all yeah. right. That's that's a choice. You yeah. could also just went into the woods. But either way, but, hey, uh, you know. So what she does is she goes to the widow's hut hobble. I like that hobble. The widow's Mm -hmm. hobble. Yeah. And it's like, okay, where's the book? Where's the book? She's looking around. Can't find the book. Goes to the place where the book was. It's empty. She's like, okay. Then she like trips and stumbles because the crow scares her. And when she falls back, she like lands right next to the widow whose throat has been slit wide open. 
So now you're like, yeah, somebody's taken the book, but who? And in my head, my first thought was, Caleb, you son of a bitch. You were the one that did all this. And then you're like, I really. I didn't have like any idea of what was going like. I could not like that. And that's one thing I I have to give this film that uh, I find to be a difficult thing for me to find is I didn't. Until maybe like uh, just before the movie, the narrative tells you, I had no idea what was happening here. Like I wasn't like, oh, it's so and so or like, oh, this is happening. Like I I didn't I didn't have it wasn't so easily telegraphed. Um, So I got to hand that to it. I got it. I mean, like spoilers for a spoilers review. I mean, like I got I feel like I got partial credit for being right for my predictions last time. But I was wrong because I really did. I was like, I was like, okay, it's not Sarah because when especially when the book was missing. I was like, okay, it definitely isn't Sarah. She's completely innocent. It's, it can't be. Yeah. Because for a second, I was like, oh, this is going to turn super awesome. We're going to watch Sarah, like, go find this book and turn into yeah. a badass witch and, like, fuck up the town. I was really excited for that. And then the book was gone, and I was like, okay, so somebody's done this. Yeah. So my first thought was genuinely Caleb, because he's, like, the super rapey one and the one that I was like, I don't like you the most. Or or so, Thomas. It was either Caleb or Thomas. I, I do remember yeah, thinking that it might have been Thomas. But let's also be fair. I would never assume Thomas is the villain. So right, I'm right. like, no, that guy's cool. Even though he's yeah. an asshole. He's super not so he's cool fine. right now. Yeah. Thomas, Tommy Slater, Tommy Slater. Tommy yeah. Slater is cool. Exactly. Mad Thomas sucks shit. Yeah. I mean, but I'll yeah. take him over fucking douchebag Peter or Caleb. Or I mean, I, I guess. I don't know. Either way. I like you just yeah. said, he's, Thomas is just drinking ethanol. That's the only problem. Yeah. You know, he just needs yeah. to lay back on the hooch. Yeah. But. When that happens, yeah. So she's like, oh, shit. So now she's concerned and really worried about, like, what am I going to do? So she essentially is like, I'll go to the one place I know I can, like, confide in somebody and try to tell the truth to. So she goes to Solomon's house. And Solomon, it's so funny. Solomon cracks me up. Like, Sarah's beating on his door. And he's like, go away, Caleb. I'm sick of your shit. And and it's like, keeps knocking. He finally like, all right, fine. Oh, Sarah. It's like yeah. immediate, like, what's going on? She's like, can I come in and talk to you? And basically, again, what I love so much, he explains fully, or she explains, like, the whole thing, everything that she knows, what's going on. Yeah. And he sits back for a second, and he's like, okay, I believe you. And you're like, damn, this dude is solid every yeah. second of this. Like, there's no, like, you're like, dude, this is that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. really. I was uh, very much pulling for this man. Yeah. I was super ready for him to die at some point. Yeah, we'll talk because like nobody this good lives. Tommy Slater turned into a fucking Nightwing murderer. So like yeah. it's like something's got to happen. Yeah, she's talking to him, you know. And this at this point, this is also like in my head. I think that Caleb is like the one that's made the deal at this point. So at this yeah. point, when he finally believes her and it's like, okay, like let's figure out a plan or let's you know somebody that means somebody's doing this to you. So we got to find out who's doing this. And like Caleb, like with the whole, whole rest of the town. It's like showed up right to like, you know, like, we know that Sarah's here. Uh, so for me, I thought that's definitely the case because you, if you were with the devil, working with the devil, you would know where Sarah was. So you, yeah. Could... And so I, in my head, I'm like, this is just further following through. But, you know, Solomon's like, all right, Sarah, go hide. Uh, I'll deal with everybody. Sarah goes to hide, you know, more or less. Caleb just forces his way in. Yeah, yeah, and and Solomon's kind of like 
he he's he's like being helpful ish like he's he's like oh you know like look around like there's nothing here like same same fucking time as last time and like but he's like very much like so so dina has gone into a back room and caleb like goes up to try and search and he like stops and he's like no there's nothing back there you don't need to go back there you just don't need to go back there um and so and dina or sarah definitely knows this is happening so she like looks around the room, can't find. She buys like this little like cupboard kind of thing that leads into some passage, and so she goes down this passage. Um, and it's and... like right at this point that like a townsperson like comes around the side of the house and like shows a torch through the window, so you can see that there's nobody in the room. Yeah. So basically, at this point, uh, Solomon like chunks Caleb out of the house. Like yeah. In a very funny move. Like you've seen those people like where they try so hard to like not fall down after they've been pushed or thrown, but like they can't at the end of the day. So it was just so funny watching Caleb stumble for like eight steps, then finally fall on his face. Yeah. Uh, and while this is happening, you see, uh, so the, Sarah has, has gone down through this tunnel and you start to realize like, Oh, I've seen this tunnel. Like it is, this, this is, you start to realize this is the passage from that, 1978 that they went down that, that Cindy and uh, and uh, Alice went Alice, down yeah. and uh, and goes and it goes to the the witch's sign like it goes to the the flame it goes to the 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 carved stone um, and you know she's there and she's like what the fuck and then after uh, Caleb is thrown out you see uh, Solomon coming through and, yeah well uh, Sarah actually finds the book yes uh, yes and starts reading it and sees that it's it's the book from uh the widow yeah and that's when solomon comes in and you know he's very calm like you're you're fully prepared for like i'm gonna be like be a murderer yeah no he just like he walks in he's like hey sarah what's going on and she's like you know um what's this and he's like aren't you sick of all this you know like he basically explains the whole thing that he's the one that did all this he killed the widow he put a curse on the land to allow for the soil to be fertile and grow. So essentially he's now created Sunnyvale and yeah. then where the town of Union like was is now shady side. Yeah, essentially the the deal that's worked out is that like as long as he he just gives one one person one person over to the these dark forces and that uh prosperity is is given to him and and his, you know, his circle um and then and she's like well it's not just one person i mean like that like cyrus miller who you see the stones and cyrus's cyrus miller's name is is written uh is written um, on the yeah, stones it's, it's, it's the only name but she's like look like yes cyrus you i mean okay cyrus miller killed all those kids like killed my brother killed kill all these people like that's not like that you can't do that like that's that that is not that is not okay like and and he's you know he does the whole villain thing of like oh in the grand scheme of things do any of these lives kind of like it, it's a whole it's a whole thing but he's doing like like again with the acting he's doing like such a good job selling this like i'm yeah. not going to lie i was like fully ready for sarah to be like all right, cool. You made a good point. Like, but I mean, at the same time, it's like that's why they killed Josh was just to make sure she didn't do that. Because if yeah, like, if he didn't, nobody she really cared about was dead. Then like, you know, does it matter? And so she uh, basically, he's like comes up and he, you know, she falls back and he like comes up on her real close and is like, Sarah, I love you. Like, let's do this together. It's not a big deal. It's not an issue. And Sarah stabs the shit out of this man. Oh yeah, horde, horde, full on full on in the stomach yeah and basically you know runs away uh 
further into the tunnels, you know, and he starts chasing after her. He's got the knife. He's bleeding. Yeah. She, you know, and she's running through where Atlas and Cindy, like Kellum said, were running through beforehand. Comes, she comes across, does she come across like the bubbling? Yeah. uh, She comes across the big nasty thing. Yeah. And that's when she, you know, gets, you know, she just keeps running further and further into the tunnels. Finally, well, as we see that Solomon's coming closer and closer, she finally gets to the uh, the base of the outhouse, the part where Cindy and Alice were screaming up to Ziggy. Yeah. And she's, like, trying to climb up the rocks to get up there and escape. But, of course, like, I'm like, dude, that... I, I don't understand this. I'm like, how slow are you climbing? Like, I really don't. Very, very like, slow, laboriously. I was like, because he, he just walks up. Like, it made it seem like she had grabbed like six or seven stones. And yeah. he walks up and just like grabs her from the back of the head and throws her down. And you're like, yeah. So you really went up six inches that whole time? Yeah. Weeks. Yes. Yeah. Weeks. Not weeks. good. Not good. Get your yeah. gains up. Just if yeah. you're ever running from a serial killer, get your gains up. Be prepared. Yeah. Be you got to get through those Ninja Warrior gyms and get you ready to run for your life. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah so basically, they're, they're fighting back and forth now, going at it. Yeah. He's yeah. trying to get her to calm down, uh, and she like bites the ever loving shit out of his arm. Um, and so yeah. he, he picks up a knife, and at this point is when like he goes to stab her right in the face, and she puts her arm up to block, and it like. Almost like I'd say seventy percent cuts her hand off, like goes through her hand, and then like she's freaking out. So it's he, fucking like, brutal. And he like <laughs> pins, then he pins her hand to like a stone, and like is like fighting her with the other hand. And while she's fighting with that hand, she's like squirming away, and he's holding that hand down so like her arm just like dislodges from the hand. Oh, so gross. And and so at this moment, this is something that that came for me. So at this moment, like. Solomon's like knocked back, I guess, just from like like her arm coming loose, and then she just gets away. But it's like, why? Like, I don't understand why that gave her enough time to get away. I completely agree with that as like, well. That's I was. <laughs> I don't even my, understand that. I was like, maybe, maybe she like she stump punched balls. him. She punched yeah, him like, with her stump. Like uh, maybe, like yeah, she like yeah. cold clocked him. Like it came loose. Yeah, because she bam. like. She like gets away, like tears off part of her shirt or something, and like like bandages up her stump. Like she like has time. Yeah, and... like more than that's more than probably thirty seconds. Because yeah, yeah. Like Kellum says she she full on like rips the shirt, wraps it up, like whines in pain, then decides to move on. Yeah, and she gets right to the spot underneath the cafeteria mess hall place for 78 yeah the the town hall that that is now but it's where um yeah where the mess hall is in in 78 and kicks through the floor instead of a screen with screws it's just wood planking and so you know sarah's just hard drop kicking this wood over and over and over again she finally finally gets through Uh and you know I, clearly because she already had all this extra like four and a half minutes that she shouldn't have had she was like way too casual and convenient with that so she like super slow walking out of the uh mess hall and like sees the town and it's getting ready to yell and tell them and makes full-on eye contact with hannah and it's like gonna be like guys solomon's the evil one and yeah because up behind her because hannah's supposed to die like hannah told her like hey they're gonna hang me in the morning so that's like they're yeah. like taking her to be hung 
And so hanged, hanged hung. Yeah. Anyway, hanged. yeah. And so Sullivan comes up behind Sarah and like snatches her by the back of the head and it's like, I found the witch, I found her. And all the town runs up and you know, it's at this point like plot convenience, you know, Sarah like just doesn't say anything because Yeah. They uh have time to tie Sarah up and they tie her and Hannah up together. And they are about to basically like, you know, hang them and like you know, pulling apart, but they're like, confess, and we're still going to kill you, but confess. And so Hannah's staring Sarah in the face, and she's like, yeah, let's die together. I'm like, what's up? I love you. Like, And that's when, you know, Dean is like, yo, dog, I'm, I'm going to totally cave. And she's like, what? Don't do that. And that's when Dean is like, I confess. And you're like, cool. She's going to be like, I confess that Solomon Good is the evil person and all that. Nope. She's like, I confess that I did all of these things. I fucked the devil. I cursed your land. I, you know, cursed Cyrus Miller. I clouded the mind of Hannah Miller. I did all this stuff. Me alone, not Hannah. She has nothing to do with this. And they're all like, Cole Beans, let's untie Hannah and let her go completely free and have no questions about this. And uh, Hannah's like crying and whining. And they're like, now let's kill Sarah Fear. Let's hang her. And of course, like, you know, Kate and Simon and Cindy are all sitting there like, yo, this is not right. Like, this is like, and you're like, yeah, dude. That welcome to America, where yeah, yeah. you can it's know the 1600s, truth. dog. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can know the truth, and unfortunately, it ma- does not matter because yep. if the like Hannah said, if the group thinks you did something, then you just did it. So, yep, yep. Uh, so yeah, yeah. They, you, you watch Hannah get murdered. I'm sorry. You watch. You, you Sarah. watch- yeah. Sarah well, Sarah. So Sarah is. Um, they're like gonna hang her, and Solomon is like putting the chains on and everything. And you get this long, this great speech from from Sarah, essentially like, you know, like uh, that, like you, you're not gonna get away from this. I will not. I, I'm not gonna let you get away from this. I am going to to follow you for the, for all of time. I will. I will follow your 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 descendants. I will. The the, the truth will undo you. The truth. will will drown will 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 smother you will bury you i will never let you go um and and then she gets hung or she gets hanged sorry that all, that all tricks me up um she gets hanged. it was so funny though like the whole time she's doing that speech it's so passionate and powerful and great and yeah. in my head i was like i'll be there if ever there's a curse that brings somebody back from the grave and murders people in shady side i'll be there yeah it's, it's, yeah but but it's it's like it's this moment where like you realize like oh shit like that the witch is the the quote witch sarah fear is like the one that's on like their side the, the, the whole time one, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that that like everything that, that she's been doing like that's 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 super good and so you see um so she dies she gets she gets hanged and she dies and you see that uh Isaac and uh, oh God, there's too many fucking names. Isaac and Lizzie, uh, her her friends, Kate and Simon, they go and they 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 d- t- remove her, take her body from the and Cindy, um, and, and Cindy. Cindy and Cindy. They take her body from the hanging tree. They're like, no, we have to move her body. We don't want anything to happen to it. And they like leave that rock that uh, that Cindy digs up in '78 that says like the witch will live forever. They leave that rock there and they take. Uh, they take Sarah's bones or take her body out to uh, off the highway, essentially where, where they find it in 94 and they carve fear into the lock and they, they, they le- let her rest there minus her hand, obviously, which is still uh, underground. 
but that's uh yeah and then after that we are blasted back into 1994 and uh dina's like oh holy shit (laughs) yeah yeah. it's like she's like whoa that was a hard acid trip yeah that was wild (laughs) cut to josh out of the car by the way, Dana told Josh to keep his black ass in the car. I was like, why are you outside the car now that Dana came back from... <laughs> oh, either way. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, she, like, so before she's like, Josh, because Sheriff Good, now that you know that the goods... Oh, yeah, but is this one that shows, like, all the goods, like, throughout time doing oh, that yeah, stuff? Oh, yeah, so you, you see that... Um, I believe this is it. Uh, it it yeah, doesn't yeah, matter so if it's not. Yeah, you, no, no, you cause, go... Because what happens is when Simon and Cindy and Kate bury Sarah. Yeah, uh, that's when that that's when you see the red moss that mm. uh, was all over the place. That was like you thought was the curse, quote unquote, but it's actually Sarah Fear, like trying to remind people and let, get them to where they need to go so they can figure it out. Like it goes all over the place, and that's when it also shows that starting with Solomon, who scribbled Cyrus Miller's name in there, then like his son did. Uh, the person's like drowning people in the lake with the weird gas mask thing. Then like his son did like the little boy who was like beating everybody or everybody up. And then like another one did like the milkman. Another one did Ruby Lane, you know? And then what is super fucked up is it shows yeah. little Nick good at camp Nightwing t- saying Tommy Slater, putting him on the list. Yeah. Uh, es- and, essentially and- it's been that, that throughout this family, there was one, one son is like tasked as like the the like warden of this you know the, he, he it's his job to make these offerings to to fulfill these you know these rights um and and keep their their family's legacy secure um and that it's it's yeah. nick now nick was nick is the and guy. then and then you also so then you also see nick do as an older person doing ryan torres all that kind of stuff yeah so you know like he's the evil one now he's like the actual curse, not Seraphir. Yeah. Putting Seraphir to like rest and stuff was, was just actually showing Dina the full story. Cause when everybody would bleed on Seraphir and stuff like that, you would think the killers were coming after you because Sarah was sending them after you. But Sarah's the glimpses was Sarah trying to show you the truth. And then and the monsters were coming Nick, after because they Nick, knew. Yeah. Yeah. And Nick is the one doing that. And so, yeah. Basically, Nick is, uh, you know, threatening Josh and like about to kill him. And then Dina shows up to save him. They're in the woods. Basically they just, you know, make a long story short. They just, they slip Nick in the woods and they steal Nick's car. So now they have the cop car and he's just like in the woods stranded. So they, first thing they do, they roll up on, uh, Britta. Yeah. On Ziggy. On C Berman. And they are like, yo, what's up? We got to go right now because uh, Nick is actually evil as fuck. And they tell her the entire story. Oh, yeah. I got to say that the, the God tier writing moment that is good is evil. I like heard that. I was like, shit, fuck. All right. God yeah. damn it. You're like, <laughs> all right. All right. I see what yeah. you did there. Yeah. Did like, there. all right. You you, you, did, you did it. You you did the. And so uh well like, they, they basically are, like telling c berman yo this is this whole story yeah. and she like it clicks for her and she like realizes everything and it's yeah. like guys i told him we were here because i thought he was a good guy yeah I, was... 
I also want to it, point out, I like that this that Fear Street is hidden a smaller secret movie behind the movie. Like this is because at this point we're in 1994 part two. Like there's a whole like thing like yeah. Fear Street. 19, like I do. I like that. I like that kind of subversion of expectations. It was. That, yeah, we, uh, we, we basically we watched like a whole full ass movie. Yeah. With the Sarah Fear stuff. And now it's like, yeah, bro, but the, you, you forgot. There's still like a whole ass movie. And you're like, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, all thriller, no filler. And yeah. so, what well, at this point though, because yeah, there was there was no horror in the Seraphir part of the yeah. stuff. Like none of that was horror or anything like that. So now it's like, oh yeah, well we got a horror real quick before we get you out of here. So they all are, you know, explain everything to C. Berman. She's like, all right, well Nick knows we're here. He's gonna come here. We gotta go. So where are we gonna go? And they're like, well let's round up the Avengers. And so that's when Josh is like, hey, remember that janitor guy that all y'all you know, hated me for? Let's go pick him up. And they roll up and the like one yeah. of the best, best Dude, scenes. This in the whole the movie. best fucking the best fucking interaction I've ever seen. Like it was it was so good. It's so unspeakably it so good. Basically, you just, you see the janitor, whose name is Martin. You see him just smoking weed on his front porch, and a cop car pulls up and he's like, Yep, nope, I wasn't doing nothing, putting his hands up, already getting ready to get pulled over. Yeah. And then uh Josh is like, Hey man, do you remember me? And he's like, he's like Urkel? Urkel? <laughs> he's like, Yeah, man. He's like, what's up? He's like, you want to help us kill Sheriff Good? And he pauses for a second. Let me go get my coat real quick, all right? Yeah, yeah, let me get my coat. Like, I was just like, man, that's fuck. Like, the writing on it, like, oh, so good. So good, so yeah. They, they explain everything to him as well. Mm. And they're like, okay, well, how are we going to do it? And that's when C. Berman is like, yo, let's carry his ass. And then yeah. uh, they, they, they go to the mall. To go to the mall. Yeah. Like Robin Sparkles, let's go to the mall. I'll, I, I do want to point out, like, during this mall scene, at one point when they're out back, like, by the pizza place, I don't, I think they're like smoking a cigarette or something. I don't remember specifically what's going on in that scene. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it, it, it's C. Berman is back there with shit saying, and I think he's smoking a cigarette or a joint, probably. Yeah, and uh, but there, I, I, this is a, this is not for anyone but me. But uh, they were the sign for the place they were like outside of ostensibly was Primo's Pizza, and we do have a Primo's Pizza in my town. So I just thought that was like, and it's it's also like super unbelievably like so retro that I'm certain that it's a front for the mob. Primo's Pizza, if you're <laughs> listening, I know. You have good pie, <laughs> but you're definitely a front for the mob. Um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it just uh, it tickled me. But anyways, yeah, that's great. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, they basically decide that when they get there, they're like, all right, well, we all know that they're going to come after Dina, and so let's just use the blood trap. Like it cuts back like to Ziggy coming up with the idea of mixing the paint in the first place. So they. Uh, with the help of Martin, who's like explaining how the security doors work, uh, security gates, the stores and all that stuff. They decide that the best thing to do would be to lure all the monsters into each store and lock them in the store. Then it'll be all of them versus uh, Sheriff Nick by yeah. themselves. And yeah. it's a good plan. It works. So they're setting everything up. They're getting things together. Uh, essentially, though, they're like, okay, look, if, we know the whole full truth completely Then every single killer is coming after us, not just a couple, all yeah, of them. Yeah, it's the and whole squad. <laughs> they're like, well, let's prepare. So that's when you get, like, the full montage of, like, let's go into Spencer's Gifts and, like, get all the stuff that we need, the water guns and everything. 
we'll make a little blood water we'll do all this stuff yeah they like they're doing this like this like black light thing that's and i don't really know the need behind all the black light shit to be honest like it, it i was like i don't i don't really get this um but like they uh they are it's probably uh, so they can just see the blood so they don't get it on themselves would be my best guess maybe i mean it's they're also like you know like graffitiing this place at the same time like they're like yeah. putting up like passive aggressive things to nick good like oh you know like uh sheriff good sucks dick like all this stuff um and, and they're putting uh, up yeah and they're and they're putting like you know so- zombies come this way psychos go yeah. that way killers go like they're putting up like, yeah you know directions like it's a game basically yeah is what they're doing and at this point they're all like all right cool let's all hang out and it's all fun games and that's when josh is like hey bro have you ever played contra do you know what the konami code is it's super oh sick. god this uh, my note here is is this an intimate konami code moment like yeah the, it's like, like <laughs> it's like a a brother sister bonding where it's like up right up down up down left right left right a b a b start and i'm like did, motherfucker did you just she's like what are you talking about and yeah just, it's, just for the record because i know jacob is listening technically it's up up down down left right left right thank you start. thank you i already get it wrong yeah. i mean you know the konami code was a long time ago y'all okay it was but i'm there old are, i've lived a lot of life there are a lot of joshes listening to this episode yeah. so I'll yeah make sure yeah someone someone's gonna come at me yeah they're not well actually yeah so yeah, basically that it's like that's their bonding moment. He's like, it's the code for extra lives. Just think about that whenever you like need to. And I'm like, this is real life, Josh. It does not work. Whatever. Yeah. So then, <laughs> luckily that moment is cut real short because they're like, oh shit, somebody's here. Everybody needs to go about their places. Oh, uh, hold the one. One of the other amazing writing moments here, I do have to say. So I guess Dina is like spraying herself with various colognes to like keep. Like make make disguise her smell so that the monsters don't uh, like the killers don't come after her. They just follow her blood to these various places, um, and so she like sprays herself with what looks like Aqua de Jo by Giorgio Armani, um, and uh, then Josh hugs her and says, "Like I don't remember what Dina says. She says something sisterish, and he goes." Hmm. You smell like an androgynous baby, and that was <laughs> that was just like I was like, like I, I laughed, I laughed out loud. It was very like, good, yeah, classy, yeah, classy. Yeah. And so yeah, so that basically that, that they all they're all sitting there by the pizza place next to Sam, and they're like, all right, it's go time. The monsters are here, and that's yeah. when C. I, Berman I do love. Hold on, I want one more time when when Dean is explaining everything they're about to do, and uh, what what's it what's the what's their 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 friend's name again? Martin Martin Martin's listening like you can just see in his eyes he's just like yo what the fuck sorry what hey sorry one more again what, yeah. what did you just say to me yeah so that's why when so when the monsters show up it's because they're like all right so we got this killer this killer this yeah. case like huh yeah. who yeah what? yeah like you see it's like every it's like he's like I stand up for this but this is getting like way more crazy by the second and so Ziggy and Martin go take ha- one half of the stores and Josh and Dina get the other half. Yeah. And essentially, you know, Ziggy's like, hey, look, dude, you guys sit here. Don't move. They'll walk inside the store. You close the gate. It's game over. They all, uh, then she leaves. They all go to their place. That's when the milkman, dr- gas mask drowner, um, Ryan Torres and Nightwing Killer all show up. 
Yeah. And they all go into their respective stores. Everybody gets their gates down. Except uh, Ziggy. She has a little trouble. She has to, like, has to jiggle it. But she gets it down just in time. They're all uh, like, great. This is working. Cool beans. That's when Josh is like, yo, we're missing one. And they're like, who's missing? Like, Ruby Lane. Where is she? And it's like, oh, that's a good question. But you're actually missing two. Because it's like... I believe it's right. No, no, no. They're like, we're missing Ruby Lane. Don't. They're talking about that. Like, what are we gonna do? And that's right when Nick shows up, and they're like, "All right, shit, we gotta go." Uh, and that, and yeah. Ziggy's like, "Don't worry about it, dude. I'm gonna stay here. I got it covered. Everybody else go." So Ziggy's just waiting in like by the hanging tree, and Nick comes in, and he sees her, and she gets like all the flashbacks, and it like you get just further cement and piece together that like when Nick was talking about. To Ziggy, like, I was just handed this legacy. Like, what if I don't want to do that? What if I'm not that person? Yada, yada, yada. And Ziggy's like, yeah, you are. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Blah, blah, blah. And she's, like, putting it together and further realizing that, like, he did that to Tommy. Yeah. To her, you know. He's the reason that her sister's dead. Like, yeah. Yeah. He could have picked anybody else, too, but picked her sister's boyfriend for whatever reason. Um. I mean, he was definitely the best killer out of the bunch. He's, like, the most fearsome. Like, he moves the quickest. He has the most power behind him. I can't blame him. But then, you know, Ziggy's standing there, basically, and he comes up to her, and he's like, so, Zig, what's up? And at that point, she's like, tag, motherfucker, you're it. And she, like, carry bloods him and, like, pulls all the – and drops Dina's blood all over him, and he's in the black light, so it's all green all over him and stuff. I think they mix dye with it because that's not how blood does in the in Blacklight. Um, It's got to be like that they put like some kind of like glowy stuff in there. But regardless, the man's covered in in her blood, and then they open uh, they open all the gates gates. to let everybody out. And at this point, he like turns around and grabs Ziggy and pulls his gun out and's like, "If I go down, Ziggy's going down with me." So he's turning around and he's looking at everybody. He's like, "Okay, I see Nightwing's right there. Okay, cool." Uh, Ryan Torres is right there. They're both moving pretty quick. Okay, I got uh, slow moving milk, uh, gas mask dude. He's like, I'm missing somebody. And at that point, he's like, Hup! and he gets stabbed right in the back by the milkman. And that's when like he lets go of Ziggy. And Ziggy thinks like, oh cool, I'm safe. Except now the uh, gas mask guy grabs Ziggy, and they realize she's now covered in Dina's blood yeah. too. And so uh, everybody's fighting them, <coughs> fighting Nick. Uh, they all have to run over to try to help Ziggy out. Nick, in the scramble, is able to like get up and get away because Dina, to be able to get them to stop hurting Ziggy, cuts her hand open, and yeah. like all, all the killers are like, "Oh, that's the real thing right there. That's not a faint trace of it." And they like yeah. turn to her. So Nick gets up and he goes through the door that says "Psychos go through here," which means that that's like the place for him. And they all let go of Ziggy. Then. Dina turns to run away. Uh, and go yeah, Dina, inward. Dina runs off after them. Yeah, then they've they've still got to deal with like the monsters that are coming after them. They've they've got they're using you know the 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 spray bottles and one of yeah. one of Dina's shirts that's covered in blood or, or no they're using Ziggy's shirts covered in Dina's blood. And they like throw it out into the the main area of the mall and, and close the the gate. Uh, to the Spencer's gifts and leave themselves inside, but they're and yeah. The, but the monsters are like, hold on, the monsters are just gonna go off Dina and chase behind her. We gotta figure out a way to like prevent that because like a couple of them stayed behind because of the shirt, 
And they're like, well, the gate's not going to hold forever. They know we're in here. Like, we got to fight somehow. Josh basically has this really good moment where he's, you know, come on, guys, let's rile together. We can stop them. We can do it. Let's do it. And they're, uh, both of them are kind of like, no, homie, I'm Yeah, like, fuck that shit. I'm not doing that. Are you kidding me? I'm not dying for this. And so he goes, he basically goes out there. Well, actually, they both, at this point, he's like, okay, well, how about this? He's like, let's just use the water guns. So they open the gates up real quick. And Martin and Ziggy both spray all four of the monsters with Dina's blood all over themselves. Yeah. So then you get a really great scene where all four of them are like fighting each other, and it's like super awesome. It's yeah, like, I I liked the way that looked. That was a cool. I think this whole scene is like very cool. Like it's, it was. They, a, they got a lot of little moments. I was like, how often do you get this? Like Freddy versus Jason didn't give you this view, but 1944, 1994 Part Two gave it to you, yeah. and. They're all fighting. They all basically just dismember the crap out of each other. They kill each other. They they're all laying on the ground, and that's when all three Barton, Ziggy, and Josh come out of the gate, and they're like, "Okay, look, they're not going to stay dead for long. We got to come up with another plan. We got to figure out what we're going to do." And it's at this point that they hear a weird noise, and they're like, "What the fuck is that?" And they turn around, and it's like the little deformed boy with the baseball bat, and he's like smashing the bat on like some candy machines and he's like just staring at them menacingly and then on the other side of the room they hear some singing and josh is like damn it that's ruby lane right there so now they're both like well and at this point all four of the dead killers start kind of coming back together as well and they're like all right cool well it's all good we have we both have our water guns like we can just keep spraying them all with the blood and it'll be fine except now they're both out of the blood so there's nothing left and Josh is like, all right, well, let's pick up a weapon and let's do something. Like, come on, yeah. bro. We got this. And everybody else is like, that's okay. And Josh basically picks up the Nightwing Killer's axe. Yeah. And, and starts fighting. Um, who's Josh fighting? Ruby Lane. He goes after like, Ruby Lane. Yeah. And Ruby's it's, pretty quick. Like, she yeah, gets Josh. It doesn't, it doesn't go well. Yeah. Slices Josh right across the stomach. And you're like, oh. But I guess not a deep cut. You, you know. Yeah. And then she's like fighting him some more and he's like trying to get back. And then she like snaps his arm in half. Like yeah. brutal. Yeah. It's like, not good. like, oh. And, and Josh reacts like any normal human being would react. I'm sick of movies, TV shows. You see if like break, if something breaks or something and they're just like, ugh. And they're like, no, he was like, ah, my it's arm. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. He's, 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 yeah. He's a child. And, and yeah. And then uh, that's when uh, Ziggy shoots yeah. her. Shoots Ruby Lane right in the back of the head. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so they they regroup a little bit and get kind of away. But, I mean, they can't really because she comes right back. And, and they're standing there like they, it's so it's it's all of them coming back to life now. Because, yeah, there's the, the back kid yeah. and then there is Ruby Lane. And then all of the other guys are coming back to life. And like they they barricade <laughs> like, themselves in Spencer's gifts, right? No, or, they're just they're, no. they're, they don't have anywhere else to go. They're just out there. Um, they're they went back in the like, right, but right. Like, but that's less cinematic. Yeah, that's that's less cinematic. So yeah, like so Ziggy, point, Ziggy we, like tries like shoots two more at the I think the milkman like her last two shots and it doesn't do anything. And uh, yeah, so it, it's and now it's not good. they're like, all right, we're gonna die. What are we gonna do? Cut to yeah. Uh, Dina's kind of chasing after 
Oh, also important thing. Um, at uh, at one point during all that bullshit oh, happening, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam got loose and has followed. Uh, followed. Uh, uh, After Dina, yeah. Also, yeah. it's very important to note. I forgot because it's just it was so funny and adorable. The word. Ziggy even got the gun from in the first place is these two mall cops show up that like are cool with the with Martin and yeah. they're like, yo, put your hands on the ground. And it's like, and he makes like a weird noise, like, a, like to make sure. And they're like, Martin, dude, what are you yeah. doing here? What's going on? And he's like, guys, you gotta get the fuck out of here. And they both get brutally murdered. It's yeah, like, yeah, oh. there was it was not like, like the the cop like tries to shoot uh the the killer and it just he just like. He just takes far too long doing anything and gets murdered. Like it's just like yeah. any mall cop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's but not. Yeah, it's yeah, it's they're brutal murders. Uh, but that's where the gun even came from in the first place. So at this point, yeah, we cut now, and Dana is chasing after Nick, and he's uh, descended through the mall back down into like the caverns. Yeah, and everything, and. Dean is going down through there, and she's like, "Yo, dog, I was just in here as Sarah Fear. I know this whole fucking place. I know exactly yeah, where I'm going." It's exactly that same area. Like she lifts up a, a grate where, you know, Cindy kicked through the 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 grate where Sarah kicked through the wooden boards. There, yeah, it's it's all yeah. And so she's going through there, and she gets attacked from behind by Sam, and she's like, "Yo, Sam, you gotta." You gotta stop, you gotta stop, you gotta chill out. This is no boy now. And Sam like has a moment, I guess, where she like sees Tina in her yeah, eyes. Like, yeah, because she's like, You're it's Sam, it's me, stop it, what are you doing? And then yeah, I guess it works for a second. And, and uh so, yeah, so she's like <laughs> just yeah, cold coxer. Which I gotta say, like I gotta hand it to Dina, because that's typically not how that goes. It's usually like that happens and then the person tries to further like reason with it, but like she like saw her moment and took it. And I gotta hand it to her. Yeah, she was yeah. like, Yeah, that's I'm not we'll, we'll worry about this in a second. Yeah, so that happened, but like right when that happens, she's like kind of crawling up, like trying to get back to like like seeing what's going on because she was getting choked out. Yeah. And she sees like some shoes and she's like damn it and that's where nick's at and just stabs dina like right in the chest like just yeah. boom and she's like oh but then she starts fighting back uh they're going back and forth over and over again and at this point sam like kind of gets back up and jumps over to attack dina but ends up attacking nick yeah and at that point dina like takes the knife out and just full on stabs Nick right in the eyeball. Like well, just... okay, so we're we're glossing over a couple of things that are happening at this moment. So okay, cool. So like uh, as as this is happening, like as, as uh, the all, all this is going on, you start like hearing Sarah fear. You start hearing her her saying that same speech that she said to Solomon, and you start yeah. like seeing like 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 evidences of her like like you you see her face and all these things and then and like nick is is seeing this all as well like he's oh he's yeah you're right yeah, yeah 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 and and like as she's saying all this stuff to him um and like he's kind of like being confronted with like all of the things that he did and and all of like the evil that that has come about by this she you know she says like i will as she gets to the end of her speech she says i will never let you go that's when you see i mean it showed as sarah stabbing nick directly in the eye and killing him and then like right after that it like 
it is the the vision of Sarah dissolves and it was actually Dina holding the knife. Um, yeah. But uh, but it was a great great ending. Like it was it was a very very solid. Uh... And at this point, like instantly, like we cut right back to Josh and Martin and Ziggy, and like they're about to all be killed, and the monsters all just like dust, like right yeah. in front of them. They're gone, and then you see like all of the stones and like the flame and everything goes out and all the stuff that was like carved in by Solomon is now like disappearing. At which point in my head, I was like, so these caves are like instantly unmaking themselves. So yeah, like you got to get out of here. (laughs) Yeah. But Um, they, yeah, they they gloss over that part, but yeah, so Dina runs over to check on Sam. It's like, Sam, are you okay? And she's like, bro, I've been dead for like, or possessed by a demon. Yeah. You know, for but but she's all right like she's but she's fine she's she's, totally she's fine. okay they yeah. have a wonderful moment they kiss it's great and then they get out and you know every, all five martin Ziggy, yeah they they go through they go through the the tunnel and they eventually find themselves like yes in in what is nick good's very poor poorly decorated house like the design <laughs> sense that this man has is non-existent it's just it's a bunch of hunting tra- i mean it's like it's like a master class in in a like man cave with lots of money kind of thing yeah um, but like you know he they they're they're in sunnyvale like they go through they see like there's like a big tapestry that shows like the the progression of this like cabal down from solomon uh good to Nick um, and they come out of, of the house and then like, you know, they're in, they're in Sunnyvale, you know, there's people, you know, getting ready to leave for work and this guy gets in his Jaguar and pulls out and like immediately a fucking dump truck just like T-bones him and knocks him. And and then like, so, and then you, you start hearing the, like a, like a, a news reporter on TV being like, and things are not so sunny in Sunnyvale, it seems. And like talking about how that Nick Good has been like that. There's a lot is of the, the serial killer. Yeah, like that. There's stuff. that it's been exposed that he was this. And then there's all these things like, oh, the family had no idea. Yada yada yada. Um, but essentially, the idea that like things are now like like that that I I think is showing that like okay things are sh- are, are like normal again. Like it's not all bad for the shady siders and all good for the Sunny Valers. It's kind of more even down. No, um, it, it seemed more to me like Karma was a bitch and that we supposed to like have to yeah, you know, on his razor. It's just coming right owed back. So owed some back taxes to Karma. Yeah. Yeah. And uh what I love too is that like they they blamed Nick for killing Hannah or not Hannah for killing Kate and Simon. Yeah. And um who else did they have on the wall? Who else died that they put on the wall? I Kate, don't... Simon, and who? It was three. There's three names. I know for sure. Oh and... fuck! I don't. Oh, um, probably Ryan Torres, or I don't no, know. it was the it was no because they blamed Ryan for the killing of the. It had to be somebody else. This is gonna bug me. Um, was it Maya Hawk's character? I don't know. I I thought that, but they blame Ryan Torres for that killing. So yeah. it had to be. Oh, I have, I, I have no idea. Oh no, no, no! I bet you, I bet you that they put fucking douchebag Peter's name up there with that. Maybe, but I don't remember that. But um, yeah, but anyway, they, yeah, they uh, everything's hunky dory, you know. It's like like Helm says, it's it's all good in the neighborhood. You know, Sunnyvale is being exposed for who they are, and things are looking up for Shady Side, and everybody's going back to school. Uh, Dina actually made food for Josh, and it looks like the grossest thing. Yeah, I, it's, it's nasty. These dirt pancakes that she brings this man. Also, um, can I can I ask you a question? Like, so 
Josh has this giant full arm cast on. Yeah. Why is Martin the only person that signed it? Dana, where the fuck is your name on this cast? I don't You're know. a terrible sister. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, it, it is literally just Martin's name. And Martin like went ham. He yeah. he, he took up the entire you know, arm. You know, like you have that one friend at the end of the year that like it's like I'm gonna take a whole page up in your yearbook, and you're like, why? Yeah, like why? That was Martin. But that's that was yeah. Martin. But yeah, yeah. So they're, they're like, okay, let's go to school. Let's get our everything's good. Hey, Sam's uh, Dina's like, yo, I'm skipping school. I'll catch you later, home slice. Yeah. Uh, at this point, you know, Dina basically is gonna go off to meet up with Sam, and. Josh is looking around and he's like, oh, what's up? There's my homeboy right there. And you see Martin selling future technology, portable CDs, bro. But it was like literally like a car radio. Like, yeah, is uh, is bad. But he's, he's doing his pitch out to these kids and they're like, this sucks. Like, this yeah. is bad. I don't want this. He's like, you don't understand. You have no idea. You don't want to be part of the future. And so that's um, when Josh yeah. is like, I, tell, I keep telling you, man, those things are way too big. And there's like this you know, little cute nerdy girl who's like, you need SSDs because in 1994, people knew what solid state drives were. Shut the fuck up. I mean, no, anyway. some people know that, that. I mean, that was a thing in 1994. It was not part of popular consumer technology, but it did, did exist. Kellen um, Metcalf. In yeah. 1994, computers were still not available to people. They were like for businesses only. Right. But it solid state drives did exist. Like they, they were Maybe. a thing that existed. They were but not I, practical, but I they existed. You. That yeah. solid state drives are still as big as that thing that Martin was trying right. to sell. Right. Yeah. People. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but she's still way, she's still right. She's still right. Either yeah. way, uh, right. and so then she like just for like just unprompted like grabs a pen and or a marker and like starts signing to on Josh's arm, and she's like, "You hit me up online if you ever want to talk or something like that." And lo and behold, it's the girl that's been talking to Josh this whole time. Yeah. On the internet, and he's like, "Oh my god, I'm in love so hard." Like, yeah. Yeah, it's um, yeah. it's cute. It's adorable. I'm happy for Josh. Yeah, you know? I do want to. I, I want to go back because so we're 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 pretty much wrapped up here. Like it, it goes back. Like you see a little bit more. Um, you you go back down through. Uh, there's the obligatory scene where like you know it goes back into the the kind of like underground like caverns area. And well, hold and, on, wait, wait one second though, because we haven't gotten to, one thing I didn't get to yet that we hit close out on before we get to the that stuff is uh dina and sam go to oh, yeah. like the basically this, the spot where sarah fear was dead was buried uh -huh. and i can't remember what they write on the rock because i'm just don't oh, remember yeah. what, what did they write but they but they, made a, they made, write a message you know talking about how like you know sarah fear rest in peace kind of thing or you know yeah nick good is evil like you know whatever yeah and they are both like, oh, well, we'll always have this moment. You know, it's so cute. And then the movie closes and you're like, oh, it's so heartfelt. I feel so good. And then just like Kellum says, the credits start rolling. But there's like the obligatory tunnel shots. And then you can go ahead and continue. Yeah, it's, yeah. You, you see the book, the, 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 the devil book there. And then eventually you see a hand like grab it and, and pull it away. So it's set up for, for a sequel. I do want to say one thing that really got me also is um, in way earlier when they're they're still fighting the killers when they're when uh uh ziggy has trapped uh 
her killer in inside Spencer's gifts and she tries to pull not inside Spencer's gifts but inside the the video store and she tries to pull down the grate and the grate gets stuck I fucking loved that because that was set up in in act one like scene one act one of the first movie and it didn't get paid off until like like because I mean I I wrote I wrote down like in my notes I was like oh this is Chekhov's store grate and like it 100% (laughs) was it 100% was Chekhov's store grate it's true it did Um, still stick and she like was unlike uh unlike yeah. i can't remember what my hawk's character's name was but unlike her yeah she, uh you know ziggy just jumps on top of the grate and like get down and it like it closed yeah. all the way yeah but um but yeah i mean i i gotta say like this movie i was very kind of lukewarm on the first two i liked this one like this is good i i i you know i felt emotions when when you know when it was revealed that it's you know it's just a story of queer persecution the whole time and that like this kind of like empowering thing with 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 sarah at the end when she finally kills nick like i i liked this like i legitimately enjoyed this movie um it makes me like the the first two more now but um, which is kind of hard. Like, I, I think it's a hard onboarding for people who like if you're just like, oh, watch this. I think that I can see people being like, I mean, it's fine. It's OK. But the, the you really because I mean, it's essentially it's one movie. It's not yeah. three films. It's, it's just one movie in three parts. And they I think if together. you go into it with that mindset, then you have a much better time. But if you try and like look at them, it is the first two as separate movies i like my sense of it was that it felt kind of they felt kind of hollow like they didn't really like feel like they had much much to them um but yeah i i really liked this i thoroughly enjoyed this 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 last film this uh this kind of conclusion here it's good yeah i liked it i thought it was good i thought it was done well the i think to me like I, we probably should have rated them like as we went but i'm yeah. glad we waited till the end because it really now we can just write the like whole together, you know. Yeah. But my favorite part still is probably seventy eight, but that's just because it's just camp death. Like I yeah, just love I mean, it. it's, like, it's, it's, it's my classic. thing. It's my, it's, it's my jam. Yeah. But in terms of the, the best movie, like I definitely think this third one is the one that was like, oh hell yeah, like actually a good movie. Like, yeah, it, that's the thing is it's legitimately <laughs> a good film in a lot of ways. And so I was, yeah. I would say like on a personal scale. Like for his personal enjoyment, yeah, two is the one. Now that I've seen all three of them, I can just go back and watch two for like the Camp Nightwing enjoyment. Yeah. And then, but in terms of if I was rating all three, I would say it, the third one's the best, then two, then one. Yeah. But they all do tie together so beautifully that it, it makes it worthwhile for all three of them. It's it's yeah. nice. I would say, in my opinion, like thumbs up for. I would say like I'm probably a little higher on the first two. Well, definitely the second one, but the first two than you are. But I think we're both like on the same page. The third one is the better one for sure, the best one for sure. Yeah. Um, with regards to to rating, yeah, like because the first two, like I mean, they were fine, but they just really didn't do it for me, and I felt like you needed to have all three of them. I would say all together, I'd give this like three point five Daniel Day Lewis's out of five. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's a I think it's a solid watch. I think it's it's a it's a big investment for like. Not that like it's like too much, like oh you have to watch all three of these, but like it, I don't know. I can see, I can really see people like not like like getting like almost four hours in, which is where you're at after the first two, and being like, okay, 
Like, I feel yeah. like they really bury the lead on this kind of like this this turn at the end. I think really works, but yeah. I think like you're saying, I probably would do about like yeah three and a half out of five. I would say if I was rating each movie, the I I would say the first movie is probably like two and a half. It's just it's yeah it's, it's solid. Like it's just, yeah, yeah. it's normal two and a half. Like, yeah, out of five is is just average. It's not yeah. bad. It's just average. Yeah. I'd give the I'd next say, one three. Yeah, like to me, whereas that's what I'm saying. Yeah. For me, I'll give that next one probably a three and a half because I just love that kind of horror movie. Yeah. So I, I for me, I like it, and that. But I think that the four, the third one is a four star. Yeah. Five. Yeah. And so because of that, that really, and the fact that they all tie back in, it does elevate. Like you say, it brings the first one back up a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, three, three and a half. I think that's really, I yeah. enjoy them, and I think if you go in with an open mind, and that you're gonna really enjoy it, like Kellum says, you don't yeah. like necessarily overanalyze because they all do tie back in together and obviously if you're listening to this you agree with all of us because you've watched yeah and if if yeah th- you're not using this as a guide to if you should if you've used this as a guide to if you should watch this or not you're using this podcast bad and wrong and stop yeah. it stop doing yeah. that but Don't i appreciate that. the listen but yeah yeah, you should watch yeah i'll it. take it that download still spins but stop it all right yeah. well uh, I think unless is there anything else you want to say? I'm not. I, uh, overall, I think my favorite character yeah. in terms of acting performance, Solomon. But in terms of yeah, uh, honestly. actual personal character, still gotta love Thomas Slater. Still gotta love Simon. Even yeah, though I mean idiot. my my favorite my favorite character just on the character is still Josh. Um, I liked Tommy, uh, Tommy Slater. I liked him. Um, I, I do like. I, I would agree that I think that the best performance i i would say is i mean i really did love um both uh dina and the the quote actual um sarah fears uh, performance mm-hmm. in this i thought was really good especially at the end uh, of the 1966 or is, i keep doing that the 1666 <laughs> uh portion um but but solomon good that that was like i i liked that i liked the kind of like all the twists and turns of that characterization but yeah, I mean, it, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was good. Yeah. So, oh, last question then, since they left it open in case it does well, do you, if they do another one, would you be excited to watch it, or would you be interested? I would, I would definitely watch it. I don't know about saying excited, but I would 100 percent watch it. I'm in the same boat as you. Like, yeah. I, I would be, I would definitely watch it, and as long as it wasn't worse than 1994 Part One. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, and it, I did it likely it. will be if I'm, I, I'm certain they're going to do a sequel and it probably won't be as good, but I will still watch it. Well, I would say, in my opinion, the I would if I if they want to do another one, I'm like, you just save doing the whoever stole the book to start it again. Save that for 30 years from now when new kids want to watch Fear Street. Instead, why don't y'all show me that Milkman story? Why don't you show me the look like deformed kids? Why don't right, you but we me- know we know how that ultimately ends. Like that's not like there's nothing really satisfying about that because it's like ultimately we know how the milkman is destroyed is this thing we've already seen. So like yeah, yes, it's like cool, but you could make them like a quote-unquote genuine horror movie where like you just know that the milkman is gonna yeah like, yeah he, but you don't know how he got stopped in the time he was actually killing the town you, folks you definitely you know could I mean? do that but i think that like the reason that this move that this trilogy eventually turned around for me to something i legitimately enjoy is because they didn't just do that like i feel You're like right. if they if they did just do that i would not I, i'd like watch it and i think it was fine but i would i'd be like nah whatever like, well, yeah. I just personally, I'm like, we just like we think. Oh, unless unless in the sequel, like somebody who stole it is 
uh, Shady Cider, and they're gonna oh, fuck you know Sunnyvale. It one hundred percent is gonna be some like misguided. It's gonna be like the person that you never would have thought. It's not gonna be like, oh, it's it's Nick Good's hidden twin brother. Um, it's it's no, it's gonna be like some shady cider or something like that, or I don't know. And I'm just like, I'm trying to genuinely yeah. think of who. Do you think it could be Simon's brother? I think like, it will. I think here. it would probably be if they ran with this. I think what makes the most sense is that well, they'll set it kind well. So part of me wants to say that they would set it in modern times, but part of the major appeal of these films is the nostalgia factor. I mean, say what you will, yeah. that really did it. Like the, the soundtrack slaps because it's all like oldies. Um, and uh, it's like, I, I think that you would lose something if you like set it in current day. Like I, 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 well, think, I, think that a lot I of agree things. with I that, think. but yeah. by technicality, if you go by like, well, I'm trying to think basically the, the, time frame and difference is usually between 12 and like 18 years yeah because like 78 to 94 is 16 but then 65 when ruby lane attacked to 78 is only 13 yeah so presumably if it's 94 you could set something presumably around well i mean actually you could set it in like 96 or 97 if you wanted because somebody just stole the book wouldn't they be tempted to use it immediately it might I mean, like yeah but, but i also don't think that they so i it seems like they weren't really trying other than the 1994 part two, they didn't really want to go to that same well twice. Like they yeah. like the, the eighties nostalgia, the seventies, eighties nostalgia and the nineties nostalgia were like, like very different. So I don't so 2000, 2005, you but think? that, but We're those are them. bad, but those are bad years that I don't want to see on, oh, on you, TV. You don't want to see Apple bottom jeans and boots with fur. I don't want to Thomas. We lived through it. We lived TV through it. It was bad. There's Wayne. nothing, there's nothing good about those years. <laughs> like there's nothing I want to see. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, um, like, yeah. We're both in the agreement on that, but you don't want to see twilight. You know, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think I would find it as interesting. No. <laughs> Oh god, just yeah. yeah, dude, they're gonna do a Fear Street 2002, and all it's gonna be is Limp Biscuit songs. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, if they okay. had a movie where they did have to kill Limp Biscuit, I'd be, I would probably still watch it. Like, do have? Yeah, I would watch that. But on a side note, that's unrelated to Fear Street, that Fred Durst directed a movie with John Travolta, oh, where oh, John no. Travolta is like the ultra Limp Biscuit fan, and oh, Fred Durst no. made John Travolta say on film that. Limp Biscuit was dope as shit and like the best band ever and aren't they awesome? Uh, and I was like, "Fuck, Fred Durst, you were the only person I know that would pay somebody famous to be in a movie to say that you're awesome." <laughs> but <sighs> oh, it's a side fuck. note, you know. Fuck, fuck, Just fuck. fuck you, Fred Durst. Just want you to know. That's so you're from bad. Jacksonville. That's so Feel bad. Sorry for Jacksonville. God damn it! All right. But that wraps up our yeah. discussion on Fear Street, sixteen sixty six, and nineteen ninety four part two. Because, like Dylan mm -hmm. said, they put a nice little yeah. surprise Small, in there. Yeah, smaller secret movie behind the first one. Yeah, and, um, we're not really sure what we're going to be watching next at this point. Um, I'm about to a little peek behind the curtain. I'm about to go to Copenhagen for a couple of weeks. Um, so if this next episode is a day or so late, it shouldn't be. But if it is, that's why. Um, but uh, yeah, we uh, we're gonna figure out something to watch in the next couple of weeks. If you if you think of anything that you guys would like to hear us talk about, any shows, movies, anything like that, um, send me an email at uh, unqualifiedobservers at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at uh, observer. I'm sorry, 
and observe cast at he Twitter. Um, I one of you know we're actually gonna have to start checking that Twitter. Um, Dude, we might have like we got people from Germany. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're, yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 uh, we'll, we'll get on. But yeah, just uh, let us know if there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about. Um, we, but, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll review pretty much anything if you yeah. suggest it. Um, yeah, we're yeah. not above helping you guys. If you want to give us suggestions, please recommend them. Yeah, uh, I will not watch. We will not watch Twilight. Don't suggest that one. That's yeah, the one. I'm not. I'm not. A, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe if you like really, like really make it worth our while, like you really get some good stuff going on here. Maybe, maybe we'll, we'll one of these days you can make us do that. But um, that's not gonna come cheap. Um, yeah, but, that's def- no, definitely not. Tell you yeah. what, when we when we get a consistent basis, let's say ten thousand listeners we're gonna get on, a pa- we're gonna get a patreon going and then yeah. on that there when we get to a certain tier on that then we'll then we'll talk about that we'll, but we're but that's we're not that's there so yet. far away yeah 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 um yeah so uh that's uh it's gonna do it for for us today um you can if you want to find me on socials for whatever reason i am at cool Gollum on everything as usual um you can come and see me post a bunch of pictures of uh butter and fish dishes as i'm in copenhagen and uh yeah yeah if you want if you want to check out thomas and his brother's podcast stimson ain't easy they talk about sports and rap and other types of this that and the other music and, and media absolutely uh, uh, i can't i can't tell you what we're talking about now because this is behind like we you know I'm, you guys will listen to this yeah. episode and it'll already be like we'll be on three weeks from now on my brother's podcast yeah so you have the gift of though. foresight people um but yeah yeah um and if you could once again if you could please please do us a favor and uh rate and review us on apple Podcasts. that please. really is incredibly helpful for new podcasts starting out and uh if you do i will We'll definitely give you a shout out, you know. Oh, 100%. Give us a review. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll read it on the show and we'll, we'll, we'll say, hey, what's up? Thank you. Um, yeah, so we're going to leave you guys with that. Uh, enjoy your time until we hear from you again next. I have been Kella Metcalf. And I'm Thomas Stimson. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.